0: Michelle owenby from the Springfield Business Journal. Uh, Michelle, good morning, and uh, we get started here with a story that uh, um, you know we were we were covering a little bit this morning though about the Twyford Barbecue and uh, the fact that uh, this is kind of they don't really know exactly when uh, they're going to have to send the uh, truck to uh, Puerto Rico, which they're planning on doing. They're trying to do a final little run through, and this could be the final week here, huh?
1: Right, yeah, that's what they're saying. I think they're in uh Beardstown today, Jacksonville tomorrow, and then Friday is their uh last appearance in in Springfield. They're a yeah. second in carpenter just, where they usually set up over by the hospital.
0: Just flip those around they're in Jacksonville today and in Beardstown oh, tomorrow sorry. other than that uh, yeah there you, you go right on yeah exactly they're gonna be missed, aren't they?
1: Absolutely, you know they've always been uh, a contender in our best of Springfield runoff for Illinois Times, uh, which is actually going on right now. They've often been uh, been a finalist for that for most popular food truck and I know they do a lot of catering and special events too of course, not too many uh, special events happening these days, which is why I think nobody is surprised to hear that uh, restaurants and, and food trucks are struggling and having to adapt and make some changes but yeah, moving to Puerto Rico that's a pretty that's a pretty drastic change
0: it sure is. I mean, it looks like they're going to have a brick building in Puerto Rico that they've been, uh, uh, you know, th- that uh, is near a military base and has a lot of uh, American companies. Well, well, obviously, Puerto Rico is American, too, but obviously uh, people based in the mainland that are familiar with barbecue and uh, will be enjoying that. And I'm sure the Puerto Ricans will enjoy that barbecue, too.
1: Yes, good. Good for them. Uh, I think on the the Facebook post where they made the announcement a couple days ago, though, Randy had referenced uh, the wind farm project in Morgan County that's uh, supposedly going to be taking place pretty soon, and, and some folks were confused by that. You know, there were a lot of comments like, "What what does a wind farm have to do with the food truck?" But uh, of course, Randy and his family live in eastern Morgan County. That's where the business is based. They're in the Jacksonville area, and uh, and there is indeed a big wind turbine project in the works, so I think that was a concern that he had as well and, and factored into the decision to move.
0: Yeah, a lot of people that don't understand the complaints about living near a wind farm have never lived near a wind farm, so like, <laughs> it can be a little bit tricky, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: But uh, they will be on their way to Puerto Rico, and of course, that uh, farewell tour. So I-, I can't imagine what the lines are going to be like at Second and Carpenter. We were thinking about visiting them today in Jacksonville. I'm sure the lines will be big there too.
1: Yeah, probably like what we saw the day the uh, the last day of the feed store operations. I, I know they had a similar issue after they made their announcement
0: yeah augie's too i know augie's had had a huge line you know when they when they closed the front burner and all that other stuff but when you think about twyford's and in, in the fact that uh, it really when the, the when the explosion of food trucks in springfield over the last five years or so you know i know district 23 did the macarthur bites on the boulevard and there were other things that that you know we started to get used to seeing these uh Food trucks that were authentic food trucks, you know, uh, not taking anything away from the corn dog or the or the or the hot dog people or whatever, but these were people that were actually preparing, you know, you know, uh, uh, high quality meals, fresh ingredients on, in a food truck. And one of those was Twyford's, obviously. The other one was Cooper's Alley, and now uh, Cooper's Alley side looks like it's going to be closing.
1: Right, right. Although just to clarify, that is only the, the brick and mortar location. Right. So they're basically going back to their roots as a, a food truck. They started out in twenty fourteen with uh the Cooper's streetside bistro popping up at a lot of uh fairs and festivals and events. Um and then they've had the location there inside Kingpin lanes since twenty seventeen. Of course been a again tough time for restaurants the bowling alley was closed as well for several months uh, you know even when restaurants were allowed to reopen the, the bowling alley wasn't open again yet And uh, they've actually kept their dining room closed, even though now technically restaurants would be allowed to operate at half capacity. Um, They say they've chosen not to reopen their dining area for the the safety of the employees and guests, and they've just been doing strictly takeout. They've been offering some take-and-bake menu items and, and some prepared items for carryout and things like that. But they said that uh, as of October 30th, they're going to wrap up operations there at Kingpin and just go back to focusing on the catering and the food truck side of things.
0: Yeah, I don't want to put the words in the mouth of Craig. I have not had a chance to talk to him about this yet from Kingpin. But I do know that that was a concern. I mean, when you go to a bowling alley, you know, bowlers want to be able to get some food, you know, going there. And if there's nothing being served in the dining room, uh, that's going to be a problem, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of reading between the lines of the Facebook post, it sounded like maybe there was some uh, some disagreement there. You know, they referenced, uh, Justin and Kendra Cooper referenced in the Facebook post that they had been served an eviction notice by Kingpin. And, and as you said, it kind of implied that there might have been a dispute over uh, how that was all being handled. So, you know, I, I think fans of their food will still be glad to know that they will have the option to patronize the, the food truck or catering once events start coming back again so at least they're not they're not gone for good not gone to puerto rico
0: yeah and, and the other part of it too is that that uh they they certainly are you know i mean it was a strange kind of quir- quir- quirky thing to have such a high-end uh, uh food quality in a bowling alley where you think for french right. fries pizza something like that so so you know that that quirkiness gone i think the coopers will be able to uh prosper you know in the food truck and still uh, carry on that tradition of great food that they've been uh, uh slinging out here for a long time
1: yeah they've certainly built up a good reputation and a lot of people uh, a lot of people are big fans um and and speaking of good reputation another familiar name has resurfaced on the local dining scene and that is jordan coffee uh jordan and aurora coffee of course were the owners of american harvest which closed earlier this year but now they've got their luminary kitchen and provisions in the works under construction over there on uh on headley uh, but in the meantime, until they get that up and running, Jordan is serving as the executive guest chef instructor for uh, Lincoln Land Community College. You know, they have a student-led restaurant out there called Bistro Verde. Normally they would have dine-in service on the campus, but for right now they're doing uh, carry-out only just Tuesdays and Thursdays from 11 to 1. You can call in or place an order online, and then uh, and then they are doing curbside pickup out there. But, uh, again, certainly not what you expect maybe when you think of campus food. This is not pizza and hot dogs. Uh, You know, Jordan said he's actually going to be trying out some of the restaurants or I, I'm sorry, some of the dishes for his new restaurant, Luminary. So if you want to get a, a sneak preview of what might be popping up on the menu at Luminary, you can uh, try out some of the dishes there.
0: Yeah, interesting story with Jordan Coffee, of course. I'm uh, almost a protege, if you will, of Augie, you know, from Augie's Front Burner mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, you know, learned a lot of technique and stuff from that. And it's really good that he's uh, kind of made the commitment to, to uh, you know, give back a little bit as far as teaching goes. Being that instructor at Lincoln Land, you know, the, there's a lot of great culinary uh, minds that have come up out of that community college you know and they have a very very good culinary program and uh, it's good to see that jordan's going to be part of that
1: yeah, like you said, kind of come full circle now from being mentored himself to now uh, working with some students and hopefully the next generation of up-and-coming chefs in our area.
0: Michelle Owenby is with us from the Springfield Business Journal on WMAY at ninety two 94 four seven, and 9.70 a.m., 9.19 on the morning news feed. And the other part of the Biz Bites that you have for us, Michelle, is about uh, physiotherapy professionals uh, expanding with a second location in downtown Springfield.
1: Right. And and this is sort of a a part two, a sequel, if you will, to something we talked about a couple weeks back. The uh, historic Karasotas building there at the corner of 6th and Washington has had the uh, lower level vacant for a while, ever since Urban Sassafras and the uh, fitness center moved out. But a couple weeks ago, we had talked about Moxie Massage going into the former fitness center space, which is the portion of the first floor there that faces uh, Washington. But the, the front portion of that building that faces 6th Street, where Urban Sassafras used to be, is now going to be uh, a satellite location for physiotherapy professionals. And you, you may remember a few years back, they had teamed up with some other businesses, iYoga. Uh, they started a Pure Synergy, they called it, kind of an umbrella for three or four different businesses that are now all housed together uh, out on the west side with some overlapping clientele, and one of the owners has a a son who's a fairly recent graduate from SLU. He's been doing some traveling physical therapy, and he and his significant other are now wanting to return to Springfield, which is always nice when the the young people come back, and they're going to be staffing the, uh, the satellite clinic downtown. so. Good to hear that.
0: It's really neat to get a little life in that building too. You know that that, that corner has always been magical. I mean, obviously the building across the street when it was Pizzas was awesome, but uh, you know they, 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 <laughs> right. they, they've had a lot of they've had a lot of good business in the in that corner there at Sixth and Washington, and you know right there across from the old State Capitol on that corner. And uh, you know it'll be it'll be great to see something going on there and uh, physiotherapy in the gym part of that. That'll be good.
1: Yeah, you know, and we hear a lot now about uh, places moving out of downtown, and, you know, most of the uh, offices aren't back up to full capacity yet, and they've certainly been struggling with getting some foot traffic in the downtown area. But, you know, in in my conversation with one of the owners, she said they actually think downtown is going to be a a fantastic location for them, and they're really expecting a big big increase in demand for physical therapy services. She said even since the uh, stay-at-home orders lifted, you know, the the whole sheltering in place thing is not necessarily good for your, your physical body, right? People get out of their routines, you know, maybe they're depressed, they're not uh, not as active as they were before, and they are seeing a lot of people who either because of being less active or maybe putting off elective surgeries, we know that the hospitals were shut down for a while as far as not uh, not doing any kind of elective procedures, and now that those are resuming again, um, they are seeing a big demand for the physical therapy services.
0: All right, cool. Listen, this is just a sample of all the great stuff you're going to find in the Springfield Business Journal. So, uh, Michelle, how can people get a copy?
1: Well, you can go to SpringfieldBusinessJournal.com and sign up for Biz Bites, which is our weekly newsletter. It comes out every Wednesday afternoon with a roundup of what's going on around town, and it is free of charge. You can also uh, sign up to get the print edition delivered to your home or office once a month.
0: All right, terrific. And every Wednesday we visit in and find out what's going on on BizBytes here from the Springfield Business Journal. Michelle, as always, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Chris.